In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Welcome back, everybody. It's not another true crime podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. You know, we are partners in wine, crime, and time. And we're in your ear I for the next hour. I will never leave you guys, by the way. I know. people. Sarah, you gave people some fright. I sure did. But back. Well, not back because I didn't actually leave. <laughs> I did not leave. <laughs> Still here. Not going anywhere. If you love the pod, if you love us, please give us a five-star review. Oh, give please. us a good rating. It will seriously go a long way. You guys don't even know. Yeah, there's some people I feel like that are like some podcasts I listen to. They're like, oh, we don't care about the ratings. I do. So like, I would just love just five stars. And also, I feel like it's a win-win because you review us, you rate us. So we feel good. And then if you put like a case you want us to do in there, mm-hmm. it's the easiest way to see it. And then, you know, so it's just good for everyone's records. And it's just a great way to start the day. Yes, so true. Speaking of starting the day, I mean, we're doing this bright and early. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I, I am on coffee, too, though. It is 930 and I'm on my second coffee. So, Danny, I got to ask you. So I've been oh. ordering iced coffee without the ice. Is that a serial killer trait? I saw mm-hmm. your face. I don't even <laughs> I don't I don't even understand. No. Yes, it is. OK. OK. Here's what? my thing. It's because the ice melts and then yes. you just get like watery. First of all, Dunkin' Donuts, I love it, but it's already watery. That's why I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. then when the ice melts, it's like baby formula water. Yeah. I'm like this exactly. I'm like, well, this is not what I paid freaking four dollars for. Shouts uh, out to inflation. Well, what you should do is ask for like medium ice in a large cup. You know what I mean? Or you can do something yes, like that. Yes, I can that. do light ice. Light ice. I love when the well, because I take my coffee black, so I love when the ice melts because it makes it a little bit oh. like uh, smoother. But I know it makes I it feel drinkable. Like, Yes, when milk, <laughs> when milk is involved, milk and water together, it is weird how we put ice in ice in coffee with milk because I'm like milk and ice should never go hand in hand together. Actually, that's a very good point. You know what I mean? Yes, I would say I'm if I was behind you in line and I heard you say, "Can I have an iced coffee? Hold the ice." I would text every single person I know to be like, "Who the." F- you would not believe because if I also was your barista, I'd be like, "You want a hot coffee then?" Like. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's sort of now I can actually transition back to my hot coffee. There was like a two week period where I was like, OK, I know I talk some shit in the live show, but like it is actually too hot for this bullshit. It was some roofs for a while, but no, we're, we're back into uh, it's gorgeous out until I mean, the oh world God, goes back to so some nice. swinging of something. But yeah, I would say try light eyes. All right. I'll try, that'll be my there. next move. But I got to say Dunkin Donuts, they have the oat milk. Yes, it's great. Nobody, I, I like that we're like, guys, review our true crime podcast. Like, y'all fucking talk about Duncan, but the ones who listen, you love, you're you're sipping your Duncan right now and you get it. If you know, Dun- you know. Duncan, Duncan with your grilled cheese place. on a donut. With the grilled cheese on the donut, the cooked now. with mayo. But Duncan was the first place to do oat milk before Starbucks. Really? And Duncan was the first place to have vegan meat 
on sandwiches, not Starbucks. Starbucks gets wow. this allure of yeah. like, oh, but when it's like Dunkin' is just like, it's like, no, we're going to work. We're, we're getting everybody with their dietary, whatever you needs. Now there is no fake meat at either establishment, I think. I don't know if it was just a short <laughs> Nobody thing, was. But. They decided to do those hummus sandwiches instead, but whatever. But wow, Starbucks' reputation, I feel like, is not quite deserved. And this podcast is not even sponsored by Dunkin', but honestly, oh, like would that make would be my- our dream, putting it out there. <laughs> I would retire. I would. Same. God. I Because I rep them every day. Oh my God, just even like having merch. That'd be so cute. I yes. love, I feel like we could pull off orange purple well. Wait, I didn't, I don't even know if I told you this, but oh God, everyone's going to hate us right now. Okay, I'll, I'll save this for another day. But if you okay. guys want to hear it, just DM us. But one time I actually tried to buy, I tried to buy Dunkin' merch. It's not like sold through Dunkin' Donuts. Like I think they contracted out. To oh. like a per like someone a person I well yes I and it was getting, the scammiest experience because I was gonna say I think you got scammed I don't know I if Dunkin Donuts like the mass corporation has a merch person just doing one no sales. but like I mean the thing is <laughs> you go on like their webs I got an email blast like from Dunkin about their <laughs> Dunkin merch and I was like this looks great. <laughs> I ordered this onesie and like it was so expensive. <laughs> you're saying it took forever to get to me. And oh. I was like, wow, once it got to me, I was like, this is a piece of shit. <laughs> um, so I want to like refund on Duncan because it took so long. Right. Yeah, did and you get a refund? Yes. And then instead of like dealing with, I don't know, like help at Duncan.com, <laughs> I got a return shipping label to like some guy named like Kevin or something. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to dispute this charge. So yes. Dunkin' Donuts, we do love you, but you need to really up your your e-commerce game because yeah. that was sketchy as fuck. Oh, also, we'll just like partner or we'll just run your e-com. Yeah. I feel like that would make me so happy to sell merch correctly. In well, a, we're no better Dunkin'. than Kevin, honestly, because what experience That's do true. we have? That's actually true. Anyway, I don't even know how to transition into this, but. Well, talk about shady business. That's true. Definitely some shady business. Uh, We're definitely getting more topical in these episodes. This is a story that it was like this big story in Rolling Stone. So shouts out Matt Sullivan. Yes, Matt Um, Sullivan. And also the fact that like this all just wrapped up, like the ending happened like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think we're going to do more stuff like this. Like we're going to talk about some Netflix docs. I want to watch the um, the Mandy Teo documentary yes. with uh, the catfishing. I can't wait for There's that. A lot. Yes, and I feel like, yeah, so we're going to kind of like unpack a lot of crimes that happen in the docs, give our own take on it, and then you can watch the doc along with mm-hmm. uh, some background from us and also mm-hmm. just some regular cases too that you guys can put in the reviews and any breakings when breaking shit comes out because exactly the world is falling apart so we might need more of those episodes unfortunately yes exactly but we're going back to africa for this episode honestly just coincidental that we talked about the crawdads like two weeks ago i was gonna say and also if we had like i don't know how music rights work i would be playing toto right now but <laughs> we cannot do that i don't think so my god right <laughs> Because, I feel like that's more than the most expensive songs to use, probably. Oh, my God, probably. As as it should be. You know, they, they deserve oh, it. Yeah. So we are going to be talking about Larry Rudolph. And, I mean, I don't even Not know what to, to, to say about this guy. to be confused with Britney Spears' manager. Because at first... Oh, really? I didn't I was know that, like, that was his name. His na- he's an entertainment lawyer and was Britney's, like, on and get that's off again funny. manager. And I was like, holy fuck. Oh, well, how... You're like, hasn't she been through enough? Yeah, right. Also a dentist, also murdered his wife. Yes, uh, but they are separate people. That is very funny. Yes. 
Interesting. Okay, well, let's let's talk about this guy, Larry. Uh, we didn't really get into his upbringing that much. I was a little bit surprised that Rolling Stone didn't do that because I feel like, you know, these profiles love to do that well, and like go into his upbringing and like this that and that. Maybe made me attracted to Matt Sullivan's writing and self because I was like, thank you for saving me four paragraphs of like. Oh my god! It yeah, was spring of seventy two. Uh, yeah. like everyone was eating this, and I'm like, it's like when like. Uh, profiles of celebrities they talk about like the writer talks about what they ordered like as the writer and I'm like no yeah. I like get what you mean like I know you're painting a scene but just text your friends that you got the cob salad I just want to know what Doja Cat's up to <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly but Larry I don't even know what to say about this guy but he grew up I think in Pennsylvania you know mm-hmm. loved to hunt his dad taught him when he was young this will become important later on yes you know just doing what Pennsylvania residents do. Uh, so he goes to the University of Pittsburgh for dental school, and he met there. He met uh, Bianca Finizio when she was an undergrad, Finizio. and they got married in 1982. And then Larry later opened a solo dental practice in the early 80s. And this is what's like odd to me. And if anybody here is a dentist, I'm sure somebody is like DM us, not know the true crime. Yeah. Tell us a story. Also, we got some more DMs about the HOV lane. Um, oh. Someone, oh my God, I forgot what state, or maybe it was not even the US, but they said they called it the hub lane. I was hub? Like, that's interesting. Yes. Okay, I guess because you got your, your your man, you have your husband. I don't know what that's about. Oh. And then um, I think in Australia, they call it like the transport lane. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I like that. They're always on their shit. Anyway, sorry, guys. Okay, so Larry opened this sort of one-stop shop where like... You could get multiple <laughs> procedures done all while you're knocked out with anesthesia. And like, I guess because it appealed to people who were afraid of the dentist. But to me, like anesthesia is kind of dangerous. Like, yeah, you know, that's why anesthesiologists get paid so much. Because if they fuck up the dosage, yes. you're either awake or like dead. I know exactly. And also it's a thing too. It's not like it's like you're getting like, I, I I mean, again, dentist chime in. I feel like it's not like you're getting your car when like, you put your car in the shop where it's like, oh, while we're here, do you want to do X, Y, Z? I'm like, I feel like your, your teeth need one thing at a time. Potentially. I, yeah, I don't know about that, but I'm definitely like, it's a cleaning, you know, you can sit through it. Like you don't oh, need to get, true. I don't know if they were knocking people out for cleanings, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like that just I seems. I don't have a fear of dentists like other people do. I don't mind it. No, I mean, I don't enjoy it, but I'm not afraid of it. That's exactly. But I don't know. So, I mean, it was very lucrative. So he opened up like multiple locations, building empire, hashtag (laughs) boss bro. Um, That's what I wrote in the notes. (laughs) And so Bianca and Larry had a son and a daughter, and they're both like grown now. And the daughter is a dentist. The son Mm. is an attorney. Ironic. One he needed and one he was. Ooh, facts. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So their daughter described her mom as a very kind, caring person. They eventually owned homes in Pennsylvania and also owned one in Paradise Valley, Arizona. That's low-key a dream. You have a yes. vacation home in Arizona. I feel that's like very rich. I mean, Paradise Valley is like ritzy. Like I worked for a luxury lifestyle magazine Ooh. in Arizona. And they always talked about like the homes there, like oh. just gigantic homes, multi-million dollar. Oh my God. Just ritzy as fuck. So they okay. were really making it. <laughs> they, and I think they might have had some help <laughs> covering that mortgage if it was a mortgaged yeah. vacation home. Because by 2007, Larry was getting how much, Sarah? $30,000 <laughs> a month in disability. 
And <laughs> which honestly sucks because I'm pretty sure that actual disabled people like have to fight to get yes. disability payments and also are not allowed to have like a job and receive disability. I'm pretty sure. Well, that was my confusion too. Cause I remember, cause I like from reading and just from people I know who have had to go through it. It's like, you need to like, walk through step by step what led you to get like it's such a hard hassle to have to do so my guess is like the the whole thing about not being allowed to work and collect disability i think that's from the government but Mm. like if you like you know you probably have a disability insurance that you pay into every month Mm -hmm. danny's like sure totally Uh uh-huh no i think i actually do and i I actually learned and it's different i think medical people you can work different jobs and still get it but he was working his same job which confused me yeah i mean he's a bit of a i feel like a bit of a scammer so we don't really know how he was doing this but that's a lot of money yeah and we know (laughs) what he said to get that 30k a month he said that a crocodile bit off part of his thumb on a trip in zambia part of a thumb so, I can't believe we're taking it back to Zambia again. Our mileage on these past podcasts are really weird. Right? <laughs> Thank God I have a travel card. I mean, I, yeah. I'm also like, guys, stop going there if you're going to kill someone. Like, don't do that. Honestly, yeah. It's just, save them some time. However, friends now believe that he blew off his own finger to <laughs> cash in on disability payments later. Now, the thing is interesting. Part of a thumb. Not even, you don't even do the... Yeah, I'm like, okay, either you missed or actually you're very precise with the gun. I can't really tell. It's also just confusing to me too, because like, again, like we were saying, everything that I've heard anecdotally from people trying to get disability is like, I feel like part of a thumb, they'd be like, you could still type with that, but I guess not for Larry. Yeah. Well, what he said, he said he went on to get nerve damage and lasting numbness and he collected over like $3.5 million as the years went on. Which, I don't, like, I, what? I know, because I guess like 30 times 12 is like... It's a lot of fucking money. Yeah, it's so much. I'm like, how much... Now I'm getting way too in the insurance. I'm like, how much were his premiums? Like, I don't even understand. (laughs) Oh, God. Insurance gives me such a headache. I know. Um, The only thing I'm like, okay, so everything just comes out of my paycheck and I make no money. Got it. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Larry also would, according to former employees, get like freaky angry, like very like like kind of like a light switch flip. Yes. Uh, one time he threw a mirror at a wall so hard that it like stuck to the wall for days. Uh, that's giving X-Men. I don't really know how that goes down, but it went down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cheap walls, maybe. And he's really sure. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. That's true. He also would allegedly drink at work. But I mean, after throwing mirrors, I'm kind of like, all right. Uh, but <laughs> I would be terrified to learn. Me and Sarah are not afraid of dentists. I would be afraid to go to a dentist who was drunk. <laughs> yeah, I, feel like, I, I feel wouldn't after, but- want an angry dentist. I mean, this is the thing, because I feel like, obviously, any doctor you really want to vet, but I feel like I've just heard so many dental horror stories in particular oh. that the dentist is really the doctor that you don't want to, like, you know, skimp on or whatever the yeah. word is, because, like... If they're scamming you as this guy was, you can really just fuck up your life. Like if they're taking out teeth, if they're oh, like God, you're right. doing unnecessarily like drilling and stuff, like mm. they really can fuck you up. So well, we're going to get into that. I know. Protect your teeth, everybody. Go to a reputable oh, dentist. PYT. Oh, yeah. We can redo that song without 
an offender. Okay. Oh God, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in late 2007, the partners were worried that his fits of rage were bad for business, and did attempt to force him out, a coup, if you will. So he launched, uh, because like Sarah said, he is a boss bro, he launched the Three Rivers Dental Group set to rival his old company, and he opened it 500 feet from it, which is petty. I love it. I lo- Did you ever, I don't know if you're caught up on Curb, but like there's this whole plot line about opening up a spite store because you're so mad about the customer service you got at the store that you open up the same store next to it. So that is impressive. Oh my God. Two Larry's two spite stores. Wow. He really did that. Wow. There's something in the water of the names. He did that. Larry five letters, Patty five letters. I mean, it really (laughs) goes hand in hand. Larry David, Larry Rudolph, very spiteful guys. I mean, Brittany's Larry Rudolph too. Also very spiteful. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're actually mainly just a piece of shit. Employees also alleged to Rolling Stone that the entire place, so this goes to what Sarah was saying, was a quote-unquote root canal factory. And he would get angry at employees that would do routine filling since you can only collect from the insurance company $120 for a routine filling. So he would want the dentist, oh my God, to drill down people's teeth so bad that a root canal was the only option, which is very painful if you've ever had one, uh, because you could collect $1K and up and like up to that so like, like you Larry, can like cash getting in so enough from the insurance company is like fuck you like don't drag innocent people and their teeth into this oh right i know it's just like so painful oh my god and now i'm like and now it's also he does a bad rep for any dentist because like now next if i god forbid ever have to get a root canal i'm like did i need this or well that's what you, you know, have in moscato of, it's so true well part of me is like now i wonder if that's why everybody was knocked out because if you're under anesthesia, you come in for a filling. They're like, oh, oopsies, we had to do a root canal. Like, they're not going to wake you back up to tell you that. They're yes. probably just going to do it, you know? Exactly. So I'm sorry to all the dentists out there working hard and honestly that people like this are ruining their reputation. Uh, Larry's former office manager, Lori Milleron, keep that name in the back of your mind, uh, denies this and denies defrauding insurance companies. Of, hmm, we'll see if we believe her. He also offered patients a cash discount. Okay, I don't hate this as much. I mean, in in the scale of things, because I mean, well, I guess I do this on Facebook Marketplace when I'm buying something and they're like, it's like 300. I'm like, I'll give you 220 all cash. And they're like, deal. So sometimes money is money. It's fine. But yeah, this is a maybe it's different for medical purposes. Uh, Multiple employees told Rolling Stones that they received 10K cash payments, which legally, okay. Legally, you do have to report over 10K to the IRS. So the uh, uh, lamps I'm buying, I don't know, buy a $200 lamp. but Yeah, you know. I think you're good on that. Yeah, so uh, it's good for Facebook Marketplace, but you have to report to the IRS, but they never disclose this. And the Pennsylvania Attorney General had been investigating Larry for insurance fraud since at least 2011, but hadn't filed charges. I never know how, I love how the long game of investigation yes. sometimes happen. It's true, because I feel like insurance and like tax stuff is always what really gets people in the end, you mm-hmm. know? So you got to make sure your ducks are in the row. Racketeering, whatever that means. That is why I hire an accountant. I bite that bullet because I am terrified of taxes. Yes, absolutely. I, I do not know how. I know I would accidentally force myself into jail. And I'd be like, no, how do I do that? I know. I, I'm not trusting myself with TurboTax like ever. I, no. I don't even know how to like, I barely know how to fill out my own tax forms. I'm like, how many deductions do I take? Like, I don't even understand what this means. Right? When it's like, do you have dependents? I'm like, I'm dependent on myself. Yeah. I'm the head of my own household. Is that allowed? Yes, Strong exactly. independent woman. And then the IRS is All like, the no. The- <laughs> right. They're like, no, you don't support anybody. Except I understand yourself. Shakira's struggle. 
Oh my god! Yes, but she has enough money. Whenever celebrities don't pay their taxes, I'm like, That's okay, true. but you can afford the accountant, unlike me. That is that is accurate. That is accurate. So, in other like personal drama, because of course there was personal drama. So Larry also cheated on his wife Bianca with a few people. One being Lori. Uh, who was the office mm-hmm. manager. Mm-hmm. And this is pretty wild. Like, it's rumored that they had a, about a 20-year affair that started in the early 2000s. And it's kind of funny because they're like, she thinks nobody knew about it, but the dentist's office was like, yeah, we knew, obviously. It's like, it's hard to, you're like, no, we we see you guys going to the spy closet with um, Andre together. Not a right. third person, the champagne. And like, we know that, you know, we see you like flying all over the world together and stuff like it's obvious. So Larry claimed that Bianca knew about the affair. But I mean, TBD on that. At one point, Bianca uh, wanted to divorce Larry and he instead went like just, you know, over the top on trying to win her back. Told a friend, quote, I have to woo her because nobody is taking half my money. Hmm. His friend said, not because, you know, I want her back. Interesting. Okay, interesting, yes. And they supposedly had a post-nup, but she ended up deciding to stay. So, yeah, Larry thinks that he kept the affair quiet at work, but I don't know, it's debatable. <laughs> and when that whole, like, coup, you know, whatever, went down. The 500 square feet, yes. The yes, three 500 the, square feet. Yes, with the former business partners, uh, Lori kind of, like, vouched for him in the lawsuit against the former business partners. Okay, okay. So, from 2003 to 2008, they flew together for about 60 days each year, and they would go hunting. This is where it comes back to the hunting. And this is where it gets, like, even more kind of weirdly convoluted. So, Larry, Bianca, and Lori were part of a group called the Safari Club, which Rolling Stone calls it. Yes, great name, but Rolling Stone calls it the NRA of hunting. And so, you can imagine, like, the type of people who are in this group. Exactly. (laughs) And Larry was the president for a few years, so, like, a big deal, big organization. This was just a big deal to them. And so Larry kind of became, like, a big deal in the hunting world, and he eventually won this prestigious award called the Weatherby Award. And the Weatherby Foundation's website calls it the world's most prestigious and desired hunting award. And I'm like, sure. How many of those are there? But <laughs> It is one of those things when someone's like, oh, you know, I'm the best uh, XYZ in the country. And I'm like, we, we're, we're ranking that? Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Exactly. But an important thing about the award is that it's judged on three things. Um, the first is hunting accomplishments. The second is conservation and education. <laughs> Respect. And the third, which is more important, is character and sportsmanship. So basically like ethics. And... There were all these allegations in the club that he was cheating on Bianca with, like, women in the club. And then Bianca found out and it turned into, like, a big scandal. And eventually, like... Not great character. And he was also maybe the president at this time. So just not good. No, not a good look. And Larry, like, eventually ended up admitting to kissing one woman in a parking lot. But then denied, like, (sighs) other cheating allegations. If someone ever says they just kissed someone in a parking lot... Add 10 other steps Mm -hmm. to that because I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So the club got involved in his personal life, which I was like, this is kind of weird. But then I remembered they have that whole like character emphasis. So like they were kind of 
they were trying to kick him out of the club. They were mm-hmm. trying to strip him of the award. The club was very involved. And also when you have clubs like this, it's like kind of like a club, I'm assuming mainly for like wealthy people where it's like, oh, well, you're do- 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 keep up with the Joneses. They're big on like kicking people and bringing them out. Well, I'm like, nobody else in this organization was cheating. I find that hard. That's to also believe. true. But I mean, it's just some people know how to cheat better. And in the sense, that's by true. better, I mean quieter, more quieter. That's true. And you can't shit where you eat. Like, you can't be no. like cheating with other members in the club. No, go to the golf group or I don't yes. know. What else. Yeah. Exactly. The country club. Go the Zamboni else. girls. Or I don't know. Zamboni <laughs> in Arizona. Um, <laughs> they have indoor ice hockey there, I'm assuming. You could be right. Right? Could be right. Why do I want to say the island? I'm not going to guess any. The uh, Islanders? Hockey. Isn't that? That's a team somewhere. Yeah, Long Island. Oh, what? Okay, never I mind. I know, yes. very imaginative. That's why. Okay. Oh, my God. Why is there a logo of the Mets, basically? Anyway. Okay. I disregard. It's like blue and orange. I guess that's New York stuff. We're back. Yes. <laughs> We're back. We're back. So Larry basically found out the identity of the person he believed to have spread the rumors about the affairs. And mm. apparently told this man and said, I will kill your children and uh, I will kill your whole family. Uh, okay. Yeah. Larry denied saying this. So, you know, do it sure. what you will. <laughs> it's grain of salt. Yes. And then at a Safari Club exec meeting, there was a public inquiry into Larry's affairs and travel and this expenses. This is like Gilmore Girls. Yes, I know, right? I would love to see like a uh, little fires everywhere about this uh, safari club, you know? Oh, I feel it is. That'd be great. That is, that'll probably be coming. This feels like rich people, Tiger King. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So basically because of this like inquiry, Larry was going to lose his awards. So he ends up resigning. Then he sued the safari club for defamation and breach of contract. They eventually settled out of court and he got to keep the Weatherby award. Well, how insane you're like no matter what you take from me i'm gonna take this and also is it like defamation if it's just like in a group like it's not like they're printing like you know what i mean yeah that's a good question like i'm like, like, if, like the talking group shit, shit about you you know what i mean yes exactly i'm like is that really defamation like you're not put you're like you're not publishing it somewhere yeah that's the thing because honestly if that's the case then a lot of these housewives need to go to jail apparently that, that is that is accurate that is accurate hmm I don't know. Right, that confused me. But um, under oath, Bianca kind of pushed back on rumors that she was this like long-suffering wife, and that was kind of, you know, what people were going around saying. Mm-hmm. But in the summer of 2015, Larry was contributing to Lori's rent and helped pay for her daughter's college. Mm-hmm. Now this is weird because Lori says that at this point they were friends without benefits. And, like, weren't having sex because they were too tired. But I'm like, okay, that's real. But also, <laughs> no but also, man that is paying for your kid's college if you're not, like, sleeping with him. I'm just, that's, you know, because if that's friends, then I need some friends like that. Okay, maybe I'm going to my local safari club. <laughs> like, who wants to pay my loans? Honestly, I'm like, that's the only benefit I need. I do not need. Yeah. That is, yeah. I'm like, we're in the, I'm like, no, in the parking lot, I just got Venmo, trust and believe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So kind of, uh, all of this is a, Larry has a lot of allegations against him. It's not the most standout man, stand up man, but it kind of starts to take a more intense turn when he potentially started to sow the seeds of murder. Yeah. So one afternoon in the summer of 2015, good, I feel like, oh, what a, like, take us back. A contractor recalled that Larry was asking him if he had any quote unquote 
amigos in Mexico, uh, just to sum up the kind of person Larry is, he said I'm that. I'm also like, oh my God. Just, I, of course, of course you would word it that way. Jackass. Dumb piece of shit, yeah. Uh, who could, oh, and he's asked this because he was looking for someone who could make someone disappear. The guy in question, of course, was from Las Vegas, not Mexico also, so there's just on that on top. Yeah, I'm like, of course, Yeah, racist on top of this. He said no, and then Larry did not just go, well, okay. He tried to offer him $25,000 to help him remember people he know that do murder. Like, what? Like, I think I would be like, yeah, I'd just make up a fake person and pocket the money. Like, I'd be like, here's like the FBI's number. Go to town. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, So then also that summer, Lori was helping a coworker put together some furniture. These people are way too involved in everybody else's lives. Um, and yes. told the co-worker, I'm also like, you guys are too rich to be buying shit from Ikea, I feel like. That's also true. If I'm getting shit paid for, it is kind of an interesting uh, moment from that. So, but in during this, she said that Larry said at one point that they were supposed to take all the money and leave. He also said the purpose of the cash was to just disappear. But that didn't happen. So that's when the ultimatum came. You have one year to get rid of her. Ominous. Yikes. Yeah. So that's like Lori trying to say like get also just like that's what happens when you're the other woman. He's not going to leave his wife for you, especially after 20 they fucking never will. years. They never will. They never will. Exactly. They always say they will. Any anybody never listening do. in that predicament right now? Just it's never going to just let go. Yeah. If he he's wants never going to leave yeah, his wife. Never. Never. Get a big Venmo from him before you leave. Oh, then, for sure. then leave. Then leave. Um, see, just make sure he gets screwed over a little bit. So Lori did also end up denying this on multiple occasions. Uh, and then in May 2016, like a year after the whole uh, uh, beginning chat, Bianca told Larry's personal assistant that she was thinking of demanding a divorce again after finding another woman's hair clip in bed. Rookie. Amateur move. Amateur. A hair clip? And also just like, ouch. In the bed? I know. I'm like, yeah, what? Also, whoever it was, I don't know if it was Laura or someone else, where, where, where was your hair? Don't you want to put your hair back up after? Yeah, I, know. I would have loved if he tried to do like, no, that was a surprise gift, like like a ranger, <laughs> the pillow. No, I went to Claire's and I thought of you. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Um, according to governmental allegations in a court filing, Bianca confronted Larry, presented him with emails that proved the affair. Uh, this is according to the assistant. Lori denies this and says that her and Larry's affair was cooling down by this point. Hmm. Cooling down to the fact that he was paying your rent. Uh, like that part. Doubt it. And there's also shit that happens after that I'm like, I don't believe you. Like, yeah. he buys her a house. I'm like, okay. Exactly. If that's cooling down, again, I want this kind of affair. If I need that AC setting. <laughs> if that yeah. is what cooling down is to her. For whatever reason, Bianca decided to stick with Larry again. And in September, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. They went on a sort of reconciliation trip uh, to Lasaka to go hunting. And this was in October 2016. So that trip... Is the reason we're here right now. Literally. I mean, otherwise, this would be like a great scammer story in the cut. Yeah. And otherwise, this would just be any couple, you know, in Connecticut that is just they're having an affair. Let's just go on a That's trip so true. And never but talk no, about it. Now it is a uh, murder story in Rolling Stone. So 
The thing is, everything was pretty much fine until they were literally packing up to leave. And as they're packing up to leave, there was a gunshot. Mm-hmm. So Larry starts screaming that Bianca had committed suicide. And then he later told investigators that the 12 gauge shotgun that she was like handling went off by accident while she was packing it. Mm. And she was shot in the heart. So gunshot, Larry screaming. They brought like a couple game scouts on their trip. So one of the scouts rushed in. Larry's hysterical. And this I thought was very interesting because Mm. it was like seriously, truly legally blonde shit. So honestly, honestly. He first tried to tell this scout, I think his name was Matt, but I could be wrong. But he first tried to tell this scout that he was in the shower when Bianca shot herself. But the scout noticed that Larry's shoes were on and his body was dry. Mm. Then Larry was like, okay, no, I was in the bathroom when I heard the shot. Oh, okay. Coincidental. Yeah, sure. So uh, Zambian police investigated and kind of found that, quote, the firearm was loaded from the previous hunting activities and the normal safety precautions at the time of packing the firearm were not taken into consideration, causing the firearm to accidentally fire. Wow, say fire again. (laughs) Basically, they concluded that it was, like, possible that it could have gone off accidentally while Bianca was packing it and, like, they had left ammo in the gun. There's discussion about whether they really investigated or if they kind of, like did enough to confirm that Larry's story was plausible. And then didn't try to help. Yeah. Because here's the thing. When the FBI reconstructed the shooting, they found it really wasn't likely that Bianca accidentally pulled the trigger. And they concluded that she was actually shot from somewhere between six and eight and a half feet away. Which is a distance. She could not do that herself. Far. And the investigator for the national park that they were in, too, also didn't buy this, like, self-inflicted wound story. Mostly because it's a shotgun, so, like, the barrel of the gun is really long. So, it's kind of like, how could she be handling the barrel and also pull the trigger by accident? Like, you'd have to have really long arms. And then some, yeah. (laughs) Yes, and then some. And the consular chief took photos of Bianca's body and also felt like the wound kind of showed that Mm -hmm. she was probably shot from several feet away. And the other thing is that, like, Bianca was a really experienced hunter, so, I mean, a couple of things like number one, the scout was like, no, I saw them, you know, I, we all took the ammo out after the trip. Like I saw them do it. And the other thing is that like if you, you know, know your way around a gun, which these people did, you would know to never point it at yourself or someone else. Exactly. Like, yeah, she wasn't just like this wasn't her first time doing uh, like she was in this group and everything like that. Like she knows what she was doing. Yes. And so also Zambian like experts did what's called the drop test where they just repeatedly essentially drop the gun to yeah. see if it could misfire. And they That's found that it didn't. Scary test to do. I guess you they have a setup for that. Yeah. Not be near them. Yeah. And then the FBI also did tests with like multiple women who were kind of like around or they were Bianca's height and found that none of them could have reached the trigger while zipping up the case as Larry claimed mm. happened. And then also a ballistics expert went on 48 hours and basically showed them how Bianca's wound was not really possible to have resulted from a contact wound, which is where like the gun is touching you. And that expert concluded that she was maybe shot from like two to three and a half feet away. But either way, like it doesn't seem like it was self-inflicted, like Larry says. And even weirder was that 
you know, right away, the consular officials were suspicious, too, because Larry asked about cremating Bianca right away. On a trip, like without the kids there, anything like that? That's very Mm -hmm. weird. Mm -hmm. And her friend, who's actually the one who called the FBI and was like, this lady did not die of a self-inflicted wound. That friend was like, she would not have wanted to be cremated because of her religious beliefs. Larry claimed that he wanted to cremate her because he didn't want to deal with the hassle of transporting a body back to the U.S. Um, the hassle. Calling the ha- like, yeah, your that's dead your wife. wife a hassle. That's true. And the thing is, too, in the past, Larry had arranged to transport literally like animal carcasses You're internationally. Right. So it's kind of like, really? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like that's crazy. And what's also kind of horrible. Insane is that he didn't even tell their kids that Bianca died until almost a week after. And, like, the kids were sort of left in the lurch because their mom wasn't responding to texts, and they, like, were worried that something was wrong. And Larry said he wanted to wait to do it in person. But, I mean, the fact Uh remains that, like, he waited almost a week before telling them. Waited almost a week and was wanting the cremation without them even getting to say goodbye to her or anything. You know what I mean? Oh, my God, seriously. All fucking insane. So, while he is doing that, back at the office... In 2017, shit was getting wild and crazy at this dentistry setup. Nobody right? was allowed to talk about the murder. That was just rule number one. Nobody was allowed to bring it up. And or the not death, in a sorry. way. At that like, point, it was like a murder. Oh, sorry. The death, yes. Uh, and not in a way that's like, oh, Larry's so sensitive about it. They just did not want to be talked about. On top of that, too, Larry installed cameras everywhere, even the women's bathroom, with I really, I guess if you own the company, you can do whatever, but I'm pretty sure that is very that much illegal. That can't be legal, can it? Not at all. That's, like, extremely not okay. No! And there's evidence he was listening to people's conversations because he'd reference what they talked about later on, which is just (laughs) so insane. Proving that he is a uh, insane, and also that I think he's starting to get very suspicious because, yeah, no shit. Uh, Meanwhile, Lori, remember her, was getting huge cash deposits. Like, by 2017, she got a deposit of over $239,000. Right, but your affair is cooling down, for sure, Mm -hmm. for sure. (laughs) also moved into larry's home immediately cooling down for sure platonic absolutely you know that chill their cousins uh he and Lori split their time from pennsylvania arizona and cabo san lucas so they're really grieving and having time together in an emotional time in the spring nine life insurance payouts had come to larry and this was basically that insurance companies found there wasn't a reason to not give him the payout so he got the payouts yeah, he kind of tried to claim, like, I didn't commit murder. Like, look, yeah. all these insurance companies didn't, you know, Stop find me. a reason not to. And it's like they, their job is not to, like, investigate a crime. No. You know, their job is like, all right, I guess you can have the money. Yeah, like, OK, they're, like they can't. They just go with the facts that they're given. Yeah. Here's the interesting thing as well. Six months before Bianca's death, they'd set up a survivor's trust for the life insurance. And two days after he told her daughter, who is the attorney, about the death, he asked about how to collect the four plus million dollars, which is that, is that what you want to talk to your now grieving? Two days? I mean, my God. That's the first thing on your thought? That summer, he bought a $3.5 million lot in Paradise Valley so Lori could build a fucking home. The blood is boiling. I, this man. Yeah. So then um, this is what uh, Sarah was mentioning two weeks after Bianca's death. The friend told the FBI was like, can you check this out? Like, I do not believe anything. They've been investigating since 2017. 
And then in 2019, a bartender at Ocean 44 in Scottsdale claimed that he overheard Lowry and Lori get into an argument because Lori wanted to buy a house in PA as well. And what he heard was Lowry shout, I killed my fucking wife for you. I mean, there it is. Like, there it is. And I know he said, he was like, no, I said, they think I killed my wife for you, but I don't know, Larry. I don't know. I'm not buying it. Actually, and not a lot of people bought it, Sarah. So let, let yeah, them know what I happened. I am not buying it. So authorities in the U.S. started investigating Bianca's death, and they actually investigated for five years. And it took them that long to finally build a case. The case that they built was circumstantial. I think because, you know, it happened in another country. There was no body because Larry made sure of it. So they didn't have much, but they had enough. On December 21st, 2021, upon landing in Cabo with Lori, Larry was arrested and charged with foreign murder and mail fraud of mm-hmm. seven different life insurance companies. See, I told you it's the fraud that gets you. Fraud always takes you down. Yes. The insurance companies are like, OK, yeah, sorry that a woman died, but we want our money. <laughs> So Larry maintains his innocence and his children formally support him. Yikes. And as a result of the grand jury testimony, uh, for which Lori did not have a lawyer, which is wild to me. Insane. She ended up being charged with five counts of lying under oath, one count of obstructing justice, and one count of accessory to murder. Always got a lawyer, you guys. Like Always. I was going to say when in doubt, but there should never be doubt. Yeah, always. (laughs) So Larry actually went on trial last month and the trial lasted for three weeks in a federal courtroom in Denver. I think that was because they thought that he wouldn't get a fair trial like elsewhere or something. Fair. On August 1st of this year, that was actually just a couple weeks ago, Larry was found guilty on one count of murder of the U.S. national in a foreign country and one count of mail fraud. Larry's attorney said that they are going to appeal... And he will be sentenced February 1st, 2023, and he could face life in prison for the murder. Hmm. The mail fraud, he could face as much as 20 years. And Lori was also found guilty of accessory to murder, obstruction of justice, and two counts of perjury before the grand jury. Not guilty on the other three counts. But, I mean, whatever. And she's going to basically be out on bail or whatever with an ankle monitor until she is sentenced as well. Well, that is that. I was almost shocked because you never know how things are going to turn out that it's like three weeks. They were just like, no, this is what fucking happened. Right. I mean, yeah. I know this guy is like, no, Michael Peterson. I'm like, uh, I'm pretty sure you did this. this. Like cris- crystal clear. Even though the case is circumstantial, I'm like, it seems like pretty, pretty clear to me what happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I feel like there are so many times when like someone kills their spouse. And we're like, why didn't you just get a divorce? We know why he didn't just get a divorce because he was greedy and didn't want mm-hmm. us to have to pay alimony or Erica Jane you know, even said that that's why assets. she's not getting a divorce. So yeah, because she doesn't want to pay, pay alimony. Tom alimony. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also to put a bow on it, I did find out the trial was in Denver because that's where the insurance companies are based. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and it's just oh god, even looking like a, a big game hunter because half the photos of him. And I guess all of them are just like next to dead animals. I just hate sketch. I also it's funny because this whole the profile, I feel like mentioned a few times how good looking this guy was. And I looked at him and I was like, eh, like, "Eh, well, you know, to each their own, I guess. But, (laughs) you know, I will say that I will. Maybe he's hot for a dentist. No, I've had some hot dentists. Dentists, I think, are actually some of the hottest medical. Well, they do have good teeth. 
Exactly. And dermatologist. I went to like the most beautiful oh. dermatologist ever. I was like, oh my God. Then that's the worst. Cause then whenever I had like, oh my God, I had this woman, she was the most gorgeous dermatologist. And then I had to be like, yeah, I'm here for my acne. And like, she had to look, I was like, I know it's like for her, that's like opening an email, but I'm like, I'm so embarrassed of you being right? so gorgeous looking. You're like, you like, probably never had a blemish in your life. I know. She's probably like, what is, I've never seen this before. And I'm like, no, I mean, she has, <laughs> but it is, it is jarring. It is hard for that one. Yeah. Shout out to everybody gorgeous, I guess. Yes. Shout out. I don't know if there are any additional takeaways, but vet your dentist. Vet your dentist. And don't appear before the grand jury without a lawyer. Yeah. Always get a lawyer. Always have a good dentist. And always make sure you can end whatever thing you're dealing with with a game. All right. Yes, please be sure to finish each day with a game. And for today's game, I thought, since we've been talking about Zambia a lot lately... I thought maybe we could learn a thing or two about this country, which I know next to nothing about. And I'm sure both of you know next to nothing about either. So this is going to be a fun one. It's going to be a short game. But here we go. This is multiple choice about Zambian facts and fun facts. So, Danny, you will go first. And here is your first question. What animal appears on the Zambian flag? Is it an elephant? A gorilla, a platypus, or an eagle? I'm going to eagle? That is correct, Danny. Oh, well done. Nice. It is the African fish eagle. Love it. This flag is actually pretty cool. It has three vertical bars of red, black, and orange, and the bottom half Ooh. of the flag, it's, it's, it's like asymmetrical. It's a pretty nice flag. An eagle flies above these bars which represents the people's ability to rise above the nation's problems. Oh. It's a very hopeful flag. I like that. It's a nice flag. I want to see a platypus on a flag, though. That would be really cool. Uh, Sarah, this question is for you. How many countries does Zambia border? No multiple choice? Okay. I'll give you a hint. It's between six and ten. Oh, wow. Oh, God. I'll just say eight. That is correct, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) It's eight countries. Bonus point if you can name a single one of them. Uh, Wait, I actually think I know one. I don't know. Zimbabwe. That is correct, Sarah. Yes. (laughs) My God. I'm going to say Mozambique. That is correct as well. Well, Can we keep this going? Sarah, can you name another one? No. (laughs) I'll quit while I'm ahead. (laughs) I literally was going to say Zambia, so now I'm... It borders itself. Don't we all? <laughs> it is eight countries. Do you know where uh, Zambia is on the African continent? Do you have any conception? Isn't it, my guess. E- uh, like east near the water? It is landlocked. So because Mozambique's on the water, right? So it's like right. one. But it is kind central. of in the southern central. tip. Yeah, kind of su- like central southern, kind of above, um, like South Africa, a little bit above there. Oh. The other countries at borders are Congo, Tanzania, Malawi, Mozambique, and Zimbabwe, which you both got, uh, Nam- Namibia, and Botswana. Oh, okay, cool. So lots, lots of borders shared with other countries. Borderline. <laughs> Madonna can sing about it. Like you could just go to like a different country every day, like crazy. 
<laughs> Some of these borders are very short, like less than like about a mile long that it shares with,、uh, I believe it's Zimbabwe.、Mm. So、it's, it's like when you go to, what is it, Utah? Right? It's like Utah, Colorado, and like Wyoming、oh, or something. And you're like. A, isn't that fake though? What? The thing where the four things meet?、It's、I feel、fake? like. Isn't it like a tourist thing? <laughs> is it actually? I don't know if it's that or. But there, you know, there's that thing I want to say. Is it in Arizona where it's like. Or in Memphis where it's like there's four lines and there's like a circle. And it's like if you step on here, you're in four states at once. And it's not. In Memphis? It's not in Memphis. My friend in Memphis went to it. Oh. How is <laughs> it's fake because that's not where the border really is? Is that it? I don't fucking know. I don't <laughs> listen to me. Remember, I knew Mozambique. No, I, I know what you're talking about, though. Do you know I what have, I mean? I have seen pictures of people in there. I know the four corners、like, thing,、yes. but I didn't know that it's fake. Misplacement controversy. Here we go. Okay. The borders、okay. did not always follow the lines of meridians and parallels due to the primitive surveying technology available、oh, at the time. Oh, whatever. So, Close enough. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I mean what is a border, really? You know, I mean, I mean all borders are fake. Like, let's be real. Drew a line. The English when they were divvying up all these borders. We're talking about now. <laughs> yeah, all fake. All right. Next up, this is a, a trivia that relates to a European country. So we know now that Zambia borders eight countries. Okay. Which European country is the only one to border more countries than Zambia?、Oh. This is for you, Danny. Is it not multiple choice? I'll give you some multiple choices. Is it the Czech Republic, Luxembourg, Germany, or Switzerland? Why do I want to say Luxembourg? Is that wrong? Are you saying it? Yes, I am. <laughs> that is incorrect. Oh, I thought it was so small. It、Isn't、is it? small. I was thinking that funnily too. Funnily enough, Germany borders nine so big. countries.、Mm-hmm. Damn. Isn't that interesting? That I have no idea. I guess because it takes up so much on the map. And it has a bunch of small countries bordering it. So、mm. the nine、oh. countries that are Austria, Belgium, Czech Republic, Denmark, France, Luxembourg, Netherlands, Poland, and Switzerland. Holy、wow. shit. Yeah. Wow. You ever open up the map? I was going to say, we're learning like, a lot about geography、that? today. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It's a true indictment、wow. of the American education system. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> did you guys ever, did you guys hear about the GeoGuessr fad that went through the internet a couple years ago? The what? GeoGuessr? <laughs> I don't know what that is. So I played a little bit of this game. It's basically a game that it drops you into like Google Street View anywhere in the world. And you have to guess where you are、Wait. based on what you're seeing、oh, and if you、cool. see languages or signs. Oh, that's cool. I'd be cool. bad at that though. It's it's super fun. Even if you're terrible at it, like it's really just for fun, and you get to learn a lot about geography and like languages and the differences and how different countries look like. Wait. It's it's pretty fun. It's I did it during the pandemic, you know, because you couldn't go anywhere, so it <laughs> kind of like scratched the itch of traveling a little bit. Oh my god, that is adorable! To see all these different countries, yeah. Oh, I want to do that's fun. It's it's a really fun、I'll、way to pass. I'll let that app have my information. <laughs> <laughs> you can track me all you want, yeah, GeoGuessr.、Oh, I'm going. I'm everywhere and nowhere at the same time. <laughs> All right, Sarah. This next question is for you. Zambia is known for exporting copper. It's one of their main exports. 
And copper is derived from an ore called malachite. Which color is unrefined malachite? <laughs> oh, is isn't it, it green? It is green. Ooh. Well done. Yeah, because that's, yeah. I think, isn't that why the Statue of Liberty is green? Because it, I don't know, like oh, oxidized or something? Yeah. I oh, you're right. Wow. wow. <laughs> Look at you, Sarah. Wow. No, it's stuff. Look at that gift. <laughs> Uh, that is correct. It's green. It's used a lot of their in their jewelry, and Cute. it's also a shout out to the flag that it has like a green background. So oh. it's like one of their main exports. Mm, all right, point to you, Sierra. Good all right, guy. all right, Danny. Uh, this is back to you. Which colonial European power controlled Zambia for most of its history? Oh God! You know the European colonial powers, right? <laughs> I'm like, isn't it fucking Queen Elizabeth? So here are your <laughs> Who's options. Who's cute with her corgis, but like, yeah, go on. <laughs> Was it France, oh. Portugal, the UK, or the Dutch, the Netherlands? Uh, I want to say France. Incorrect. France? You should have gone with the corgis. It was, oh, in was fact, it the UK. UK. Oh, yeah. I guess they took over everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, why do you like the royal family? <laughs> <laughs> It is one of those things that I've never really quite understood. I've never jumped on, I mean, mainly just because they don't interest me, but it is also kind of interesting. It's like, so what do you guys do? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so this uh, Zambia was administered from 1891 to 1964 by various, like, kind of administrations of the British crown, who, uh, over the course of this administration, drained the country of copper and exports. Perfect. As they are wont to do. Very cool. Um, but very cool. But they did. Zambia did get their independence in 1964, and now have a democracy. All right. Good for Zambia. So, good for them. Shout out! Shout out to Kate Middleton. <laughs> <laughs> you did it, girl. <laughs> also, Queen Elizabeth was literally like in, yes. in power for most of this. Yeah. So. yeah. People are like, "Oh Shout my god, she's so cute." Is she? <laughs> Please drag me anybody who likes the royal family, but yeah. I know. I love how they. I loved how when Meghan Markle's interview came out, they were like, "Us oh, racist? We would never." And we were like, uh, "I don't know, guys. That's kind of your whole thing. Like that is like your brand. <laughs> it's kind of like Joe Rogan not reading an article. What? <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Sarah. This question is for you. Zambian cuisine revolves around which of these ingredients? Oh. Is it maize, cassava, sweet potato, or plantain? I'm going to go with sweet potatoes. Ah, uh, that is incorrect, Sarah. The correct answer was maize. Oh, that was the one I really didn't think it was. Which is corn. Corn, basically. exactly. Corn, right? I'm yeah. like, no, 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 yeah. that's Spanish. Can't be. What is? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there. Uh, it all revolves around uh, nish- Nishima, and I apologize if there's any Zambians listening, but that is what I'm calling it. So it is basically a type of thick porridge Ooh. made of maize that they roll into balls and then they dip them into various stews or relishes that can have meat or beans, tiny dried fish. Like it's kind of like. The um, Nishima is the canvas on which you paint with different types of relishes. Wow, that, that was beautiful. Cuisine. 
Oh, that sounds yeah. nice. Beautiful Thank metaphor. Right it sounds there. delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Into it. All right. So this is the last question, and you will both get a chance to answer this one. Which of these African falls is in Zambia? Is it Victoria Falls, the Lisbon Falls, Inga Falls, or Blue Nile Falls? And again, you both get a guess here. What do you guys think? I'm going to say Victoria Falls. I'm going to say Blue Nile. That sounds wrong. Danny, you are correct. It It is the Victoria Falls. Because that's a British name. That's true. Go for that. Once I said Blue Nile, I was like, that's Egypt. That's a totally different part. I'm fucked. Anyway. Yeah. Damn it. These falls are pretty impressive. I've seen some pictures. They are approximately 5,500 feet wide and 330 feet high. So it's one and a half time wider than Niagara and twice the height. Oh my God. So it is the biggest water curtain in the world. I love the name of water curtain. <laughs> I know, I know that either. I like that. <laughs> Around mid April is when the peak flood waters occur. So it's, uh, if you're trying to visit, go in mid April. Okay, it's apparently good it's very, very beautiful. Bookmarking. All right, Danny, you what? are the winner oh, of today's game okay. with a very, very narrow margin of three to two. Well done. Thank, I mean. Nice job. <laughs> we did better than I thought. We did. did better did. than I thought, too. That was that was easier than the movie one. Somehow. Oh, my God, that one was so hard. <laughs> that one was that very one hard. That was a little hard. <laughs> but, oh, my God. I mean, thank you always, Jorge, and thank you guys for listening. Um, like Sarah said, put reviews uh, and other ideas you want us to do on the podcast on Apple. Rate, review, subscribe. Also put them in the group, Not Another True Crime group, or DM them at Not Another True Crime. You can follow me at Casimir Danny, Casimir with a K. Follow me at Sarah Lameem. Thank you guys for listening. As always, we'll be back next week. Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Betches.